0: Hey, it's Timmy Whispers from Stacey King's Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track, All-wheel drive. Standard third-row seating available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. I'm planning on going river rafting this weekend, and I'm ready to head out on the trails with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Oh my goodness! Give me the hot sauce! Give me the hot sauce! Derrick Rose can go upstairs! Woo.
3: Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh
4: my
3: With the City Assassin does
4: Are you fired up or what? The NBA regular season starts on Tuesday. We are ready to roll. We have hit another milestone here on Gimme the Hot Sauce. It is episode 50. And when you think of the number 50 in sports, you think of Corey Maggette? No. 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 You you think of the great Bears middle linebacker, Mike Singletary. He had those eyes staring at the offense, just intimidating them. Great Bears defense in the mid-80s with Buddy Ryan calling the shots. Stacey, those were were the glory days of Bears football. We're waiting for it to come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back a little bit. The defense was good last yeah. week. Yeah. The
0: defense has always been good. I, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm happy they won. Yeah. I, I think Fields is starting to get really comfortable as the starting quarterback. And I think everybody's comfortable with him starting. You know, they're running some different sets for him, allowing him to use his athleticism to see mm-hmm. the field better. And I think if they can continue to do that, you know, the, I think the ultimate goal is just progress. You know, not so much what the record is at the end of the year with him as the starting quarterback but progression, seeing mm-hmm. him progress every single week and doing the things that you need to see him for the future.
4: Stinger, what are your favorite memories of Mike Singletary? Samurai Mike in the middle.
2: Oh, my God. I, you know, the eyes. I just remember watching the films of him with the eyes dotting back and forth. And, and um, I mean, he was part of the Monsters of Midway. All those guys, you know. I mean, geez, Danimal. I mean, that was an unbelievable defense. I, I mean, brother-in-law. I mean, my wife's from Chicago. I mean, I just uh, – I mean – I know they took care of the Patriots um, pretty handily in Super Bowl 20, we but don't talk uh, about that. We don't 85 Bears, yeah. But uh, uh, mm-hmm. Susan has a pretty good memory that she'd like to share. About okay, oh,
5: Singletary. Like Singletary. I was just kidding when he took his pants off in the San Francisco. <laughs>
4: you <laughs> want <laughs> to give some context yeah, to that? Yeah, were, yeah, you were, were you there? I mean, what's, there, what's going you? on? No, were you there?
5: No. <laughs>
4: Freaking. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's Tim when you need him? I mean, come on now. No
0: kidding.
5: We're gonna forget. That's a timeline. Yeah.
4: Oh my yeah. goodness! You're talking you about got, the
3: There's got to be
5: room. more to that no, story. When he, was, when he was coaching in San Francisco, and he got oh in trouble for dropping trow. In yeah, the really. Locker. It was
2: yeah. a man up moment in the locker room. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah, and his
4: famous news conference. I want winners. Yes. Yeah, something to that effect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: I always remember those eyes. Yeah, yeah. Those those eyes. Awesome. I, I mean, some of the highlights you see, and you know, yeah. I had a roommate at Oklahoma that looked in my vents. When I was in my other <laughs> room, he had eyes like that.
4: Oh, that's kind and of yeah, yeah You yeah. saw those in your
0: vents? Yeah, I saw them, you know, because it was like our rooms were connected. And so there was like a vent. There was like one vent. That's and kinda, like you could see him. That's like crazy. I could see his eyes, like, you know, but he, he wasn't, he was like, he was a peeping Tom. Yeah, yeah, that's not yeah, good. Yeah, that's it's not good weird. at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I saw his eyes. They were like, Mike Singletary. He was just like, he was just like they were moving left and right so, out. And I, I was like, what, what the hell is that? So he was peeping Tom on you? Yes, no, no, with what was going on in the room. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, what was going on in the, the late room. Late night yeah, entertainment. Late night entertainment. It was adult, Cinemax, it was, right? It was, it was adult good entertainment, good entertainment good America. Good adult entertainment. Good and the ages were legal. We were all the same age. Consenting adults. Yeah, we're consenting adults. I made him sign a piece of paper that said, they were consenting to what was going to happen in the boom-boom. Did world. you at
2: least have one foot on the floor?
0: Boom boom.
2: Room.
0: No. Oh my oh, okay. Gosh. No, no. John, what are you talking about? <laughs> All I'm saying is Jim, Jim McMahon America. They have soiled this story, America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I was saying was I had a roommate who had eyes like Mike
4: Singletary in my vent.
5: How
1: quickly this goes
5: yeah. south.
4: It went yeah. south really quickly. That's wow. what we do is give me the hot sauce. And, and then Stacy gave him the Derek Jeter gift basket and sent him on their way. <laughs>
0: hey, you know what? Hey, there was a lot of gift baskets.
4: <laughs> I mean I couldn't I
0: wasn't Derek Jeter at the time, but hey, you know, some fruit. Here's an apple, orange, yeah. you know. Yeah. Here's some... Uh, now beat it. Here's some, here's some yeah. Mike and Ikes. Uh, with Starburst. you know, Starburst a famous back then, too, Mark. Yeah. Here's, here's a bag of Starburst. Uh, yeah. see you next week. Don't call have, me, can I'll call you. You have another drink,
4: but you can't have it here. Uh, I, you ain't got
3: to go, but you got to get up out
4: of here. <laughs> beat it. Beat it. Beat it. You know, Just singer, beat it. Mike beat Singletary beat is it. in the Hall of Fame, of course, but some people say that the other linebackers may have been better. Otis Wilson and Wilbur Ooh, Marshall. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, more athletic, and make big plays. They might have been more
0: athletic going
4: from sidelines. Otis will tell you that.
0: Yeah, Otis. Otis was (laughs) was athletic, and Wilbur Marshall was athletic. But no one manned that middle, you know, being able to. I mean, listen, that whole defense really worked off each other very well. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, you had the great defensive line that kept people off of those linebackers to allow them to run free and make plays. That's that's when you know you got a great defense. When you got, you know, four down line, and it requires double teams Richard and the fullback. It Dan- re- requires for the fullback to chip. And, and, and that keeps those those extra blockers off of Mike right. Singletary to make plays, Wilbur Marshall. I mean, those guys were flying all over the place. And then if you got lucky to get past those guys, that secondary was nasty mm-hmm. too. So, I mean, that, that whole defense, I just wish they would have won more Super Bowls. Yeah. I wish that they would have found oh. a way to put egos to the side. Because, uh, you know, once you win one, it's all about money now. Everybody wants to get yeah. paid. And you you got to understand football is a little bit different than basketball and baseball because you get paid, you know, you get paid basically to play. So, you know, when people see these big, you know, these big, oh, he signed for, you know, 70 million, you know, where you need to look at the money is, you know, what is guaranteed. Yeah. You know, that's where you got, that's where you see how much he actually makes is the yeah. guaranteed money. But back then. The signing bonus. Back then, those you guys, guys back they were like getting nothing. Yeah. They were yeah. getting nothing. And they were one of the greatest football teams ever.
4: They couldn't get the quarterback position right. Wherever you heard that before in Chicago oh sports history. Oh. I mean, remember, I think it was not the year right after the Super Bowl, but the following year, McMahon got hurt and Ditka brought in Doug Flutie. And they almost had a revolt within yes. the team. <laughs> yes, they did. And Doug Flutie went on to be a very good quarterback in yeah. Buffalo, yeah. but just the circumstances bringing him in just before the playoffs and saying, oh, yeah. "Okay, go win us the Super Bowl" was really unfair to everybody involved.
0: Yeah, uh, Doug Flutie was a really good football player. Yeah, he was. I mean, all all you know, all jokes aside, you know, he was a great college football player. Won a lot of games. at Hail Mary against the Miami Hurricanes. I remember watching that game, and I remember just seeing number twenty-two. I was like, "Who is he? A running back, or is he a, you <laughs> he know just like tuning in, in? I thought he was a running." Yeah. And then he throws this this ball deep, like 50, 60 yards in the air. And I'm like, man, that running back can throw. And then yeah. I found out it was the quarterback, Doug Booty. Yeah. And I was like, and then he won the Heisman. Um, you know, I thought it was unfair situation. Yeah, I thought it was unfair to bring bring him in that situation um, and then have to come in and try to win over a locker room, yeah. especially a veteran And he didn't
4: room. win over the locker room. No,
0: <laughs> it, it was
4: that, that was doomed from the they start. They were not happy.
0: That was doomed from the start.
4: Yeah. Well, it is basketball season that we we're talking yes, about. The NBA is. is ready to tip off. And before we get to that, we want to mention our, our buddy uh, Timmy Whispers, once again missing in action. We would find him, except we're in his place of business. So we yes, got, I guess yes. we kind of got to give him yes, a pass. Yes, so
0: studios and uh, Hustle and Flow <laughs> Studios. <actually laughs> we, in, we miss you, Tim. We're, we're actually in yeah. Tim's, uh, you know, Tim's
2: uh, office. I was texting with Tim earlier. Yeah. We were going over a few things. And uh, I said, hey, if you want to join or call in, join the Zoom. He goes, I'll be in a ballroom reception. Was he taking dance lessons? Uh, I'm not no, sure. No, no, he, yeah. Ballroom reception. No. I think yeah. he might be Rocky may, Mountain High right now. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't you know, know what? He's been known to visit some of those dispensaries. He's been known to do it. <laughs> I'm just throwing that He's out there, He's not here America. to defend himself. Well, you know so, what? Yeah, 30, years <laughs> 30 years of abuse. 30 years of abuse. is 31 years
4: now. So, Whispers, were thinking of you, and we're also thinking, when are you going to get a new keg tapped? I mean, that's,
5: uh, yes, yeah, I Was yeah, there so anything? Was it out? Did you
4: bring the Narragansett? I sure did. Oh, wow. Was it tapped?
0: was it tap out
4: that's what I was cracking when uh, we hit
0: oh. 50 yeah
2: <laughs> and uh, I yeah. Oh. if you'd like to try a can yeah, the pride of the clams yeah it it's the- delicious yeah. the pride of the clams it's yeah. delicious official it's beer of the clam I had it in the fridge and it's uh, it's cold yeah. beer yeah Hey, thanks uh, for that. So singer. crack it open yeah. and and uh, it's episode fifty. Give enjoy me enjoy the hot sauce. Enjoy the uh, lager.
0: I've really and never even heard of this beer. Me neither. Well, well,
2: you yeah. never heard of a Susan? If Stinger it recommends it, it's got to be good. It's a Boston, it's Is it a Boston, be Boston beer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Narragansett, it's a Rhode Island beer, and and there's a history of this beer. It was. Oh, the first. The I'm going to drink if he's telling a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. drink because yeah. it's Bombs it's the first the history of this beer. Is the first sponsor of a baseball team? They sponsored the Red Sox in the fifties. How about that? Gowdy. Mm-hmm. and and then they went on and I don't know if you remember the famous movie Jaws
0: mm-hmm. oh, of course you yeah. know when, well everybody remembers Jaws well, well, like we were it was no. scary as hell well, yeah. which one was when, that when, yeah no kidding about a spaceship? I wasn't even born yet well, <laughs> wow when, do you remember when
2: Captain Quint crushes the beer can sure what beer can is that must be this one it's
0: an it arrogant be beer that. so um, Good yeah wow. so it's uh, way to go John way to yeah. go we going to have the answer before we can exactly. say Exactly. Asking the chimp these questions. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh... Bubbles the
4: monkey. <laughs> Jesus. You can see here, I've got the history here. Oh, no. Oh, We're going oh, to oh, all the beers. visual aids. Oh. If you're listening on, the, just listening on the podcast, we apologize. We but,
0: turned 21 yeah. in 1911. <laughs> yeah.
4: Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it gives you the history
2: of the beer, so... It goes to all Look at all
4: the that photos. that is that is nice is John always comes prepared you know you, know? yeah. you got to give him was that was that, the, was that the brewery right there yeah, to do like the, a castle The brewery was it was a
2: bunch of Germans that got together uh, immigrants. <laughs> in the wow. Wow. That's kind of the way he good. says it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's
0: borderline right there. <laughs> no. Hey. Cancel and John. Right, right um, there. Cancel you see culture. That? The biggest oh. era
2: of growth of. Yeah, we better yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, check his email Stacy. Uh, yeah.
0: Forgot me. Yeah. Check his emails.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And and you can see the history here and there. It is. Oh, wow. nice! There it is. The that beer, that so. is it's impressive. You
4: yes. you came prepared. I did. Wow. They did. They did. Do you keep uh, this in the tub? Do you have a yeah. cooling element <laughs> do do no, in the tub? No, I, I was at. Um, keep uh, it on ice. Total no, wine. we were at yeah. Total yeah. Wine, and we were going
2: to buy some beer because we're going to the uh, football game this weekend. Uh, Who's which one? Wisconsin. We're, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Oh, it's Army. Army. Yeah. yeah. And so doing the jump around, and they I was going to get some PBR because I love PBR in a can. And then I said, "Well, wait a minute." There's
5: Narragansett
2: beer. How can I turn that down? His daughter
5: was horrified. PBR. But the thing is, he almost killed that case, so there's
4: not much left to take to Madison. Mm Mm-mm. Another one? I, d- I brought got those for the road. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: I got it. Well, trust fridge.
0: me.
5: He
2: has right. some
0: more. <laughs> like he has some like more,
2: man.
5: half a pizza. Wow.
2: Are you, you going to open it, Ken? You're just
0: going to look no, at it? I'm, no, I'm putting this in my trophy case, man. I'm no, this I, is I, great I, sa- beer. I save these oh, things. I save these things. Re- re- I saved these full beers? Listen, I'm a recovering alcoholic. Oh, okay. Don't laugh, Susan.
4: i not. Okay. I
5: just. I would never. I'm just
4: recovering today.
0: All
4: right. So it's taking us a long time to get around to basketball, but we got plenty of time. America, I'm
0: lying. I'm not a recovered alcoholic. I drink like a fish. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> here we got a special guest coming up in our next segment. The great Cassidy Hubberth is oh, going to join us. Yes. I worked with Cassidy over at, at Comcast Sportsnet back in the day. Got so, any dirt? Oh, I got a great oh, story, stop. but I'm going to wait until hey, she's actually hey, here. So, okay. you know. That it'll Save be it more fun with you. Buddy. Yeah. Save it for a second. <laughs> yeah, Stacey, you've seen uh, three preseason games, and I know uh, just judging by what you said on the air, you really like what you see from these young
0: boys. I absolutely love it. <laughs> I just, wow. I, now yeah. I will say, I will say, the third game against Cleveland, I was a little bit. Yeah, I was scratching my head a little bit because they. I, I think when I watched them play that game. You know Sexton was out and Garland was out, so their two best players were out. And I and I kind of think our guys looked at that game as like, okay, we beat you by forty. It was like an a easy scrimmage game, game scrimmage game, yeah. and they didn't come out with the same yeah. focus and energy that they've been doing the first two games. But they were coming in spurts, like when they needed to do it. You know, they turned it on. You know what I'm saying? So it, I saw that they have the ability to turn it on when they do, but we don't want to see that. You know, we've we've seen enough of that, you know, over the last five or six years, the team not coming out focused and losing yeah. games they should should win. This is you don't want to see that. You wanna see them come out and stay focused and beat when you have to play a Cleveland four times, you beat them four times. You know, when you have to play a team under five hundred, you beat yeah. them three or four times. It doesn't matter who they are. But I did like this. I did like the this the second and third group. That came out there. I thought Io did a great job. He was the closer. Io. Yeah, I think I Winning think bucket. I think what he what he did in those last four or five minutes, especially coming off the bench being cold, you know, Billy gave him the ball and said, "Go make plays." Yeah, he just and, cleared it out for and him. And it was look, it looked just like he did in Illinois. Yeah, you know, that's how he like he played the other night. Mm-hmm. He just gave him the ball and said, "Go make a play for yourself for your teammates." And he showed the ability that he what he did in Illinois was not a fluke he he'll be able to do that at this level it's just learning the game mm-hmm. and understanding when and where he can take his chances and go like that but see in that game like that when you're mm-hmm. down 8 to 10 points you know the biggest the biggest help for us though i mean i think taco fall was playing for us you know, because when he came, he came in the He's game. with us. Yeah, he, he was helping yeah. us. It was, it was really, it was really six against four was bulls. A double agent. Oh, he was a double agent. Taco Fall came in the game, and they, I mean, they just, they were trying to feed him and score, and he was missing. He was missing. Yeah. He was missing. And the Bulls would get the rebound, and then they'd go back down and score, and then cut the lead. So, uh, thank you, Taco Fall. But I will say <laughs> this about Taco Fall: Listen, somebody needs to get with ta- Boston. Really did a disservice. to They him. didn't play him. Did I mean did a disservice you know. to him? Boston is 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 a is a is a, is a good franchise. They yeah. have the people to, you know, to work with that kid. They should have pulled that kid to the side and say, "Listen, you're not going to be, you know, an all-star caliber player. We, we don't expect you to be that. But what we do expect you to be is a rim protector and really focus him in and saying, we want you to be Rudy Gobert in the Eastern Conference. Because at seven foot six, you can't coach height. And even when he was in the game defensively against the Bulls, he caused a lot of problems because every time someone went to drive to the basket, he was standing there like a scarecrow in, the, in a cornfield. And then they, they pulled the ball back out. And he was that intimidating. And, and he doesn't even have to jump. He just yeah, stands there. Right. Wow. And you gotta try to shoot over seven, six plus however long his arms are. Yeah. And if someone would work with that kid, and this is what I say about the developmental, you know, abilities of certain teams, you know, they see a kid and they say, Well, he can't do this, he can't do that. Let's not waste our time. You know, we'll, he's a novelty act where the, where the fans like, put taco in, taco Tuesday, that kind of stuff. And, then, you know, they go with it, okay? But if this kid's got some kind of skill set, because he's got good footwork. He's not clumsy. He's not like, you know, like a, a lumbering big guy. He's got good footwork, and he's, he's semi-athletic. Not as athletic as Gobert, but he's athletic enough that you can make him a defensive stopper and, and you know, really teach him how to be a rim protector.
4: One of the things I liked in that game on Sunday was the play of DeMar DeRozan. He scored yeah. at all three levels, knocked down a couple of threes. We know he can get to the basket, get to the free throw line. I think a lot of people were concerned, Stacy, that he might be the third wheel behind Zach and Vooch. But you can tell he's taken a lot of pride, even in these preseason games, to show people, I'm still in my prime and I'm going to be a big factor on this team. Well, I mean,
0: he's an all-star caliber player, four-time all-star. So, you know, he's not going to lo- lose his mentality that he's carried his whole life from high school, when he was one of the top high school players, players in the country, he's one of the top uh, college players in the country, and he's been a top NBA player. So his mentality is not going to change because this is all he knows. So I think the thing with Damar is is that Anzac – is to understand, you know, pick their pick their times where they're going to do things. Like if you really, you watch them in the first couple games, I thought they played really well off each other. I thought Lonzo set them up nicely, made it more efficient game for them. Um, Zach is going to be more off the ball with Zoe in the game, you know, and DeMar is one of these guys that he's going to get to the foul line, which we didn't have last year. We didn't have a wing that can get to the foul line four or five times a night and put pressure on the defense. That was one area the Bulls struggled at last year, especially in the fourth quarter. Zach doesn't get to the free throw line a lot, but DeMar does. And then you got a guy like, you know, with Zoe, I think the biggest surprise has been the way Zoe plays defense. Like, I knew he was a good two-way player, both him and Caruso, mm-hmm. but I came away these first two games, man, they get their hands on a lot of passes. They're in the passing lane. I we're Matter of fact, I've got, I've got our truck people doing a, a stat for tomorrow um, as far as how many deflections they've gotten in the first three games because I, I guarantee it's probably – Zoe's so probably got at least 20, over 20 deflections in the game since he's been a Bull, and that's pretty impressive.
4: Bulls fans can look forward to the uh, preseason debut of Patrick Williams on Friday night against the Memphis Grizzlies. He's made a nice uh, return from a severe left ankle sprain, and, and he's practiced a couple of times this week. Nice to get him in the mix, make sure he's ready to go for opening night.
0: Well, I think he's itching to get back, and yeah. it's, it's, it's so good to be young. You know, yeah, I mean, sure a, a young player like that has got those recuperative powers, you know, that, that injury would have probably kept an older player out, you know, until probably the middle of the, you know, October, mm-hmm. you know, right. Like two weeks after the season started, but a young kid, you know, is 20 years old, you know, it's like, I watched him run probably two weeks after he had hurt his ankle. And they were talking about four to six weeks, and I was watching one of the practices, and he's working out on the side and running. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, like he's he's going to play soon. There's no <laughs> way in the world he's not going to play. So, um, and he's itching to get out there. I, I, I talked to him um, the last home game. He's itching to get out there. Um, you know, he's he's you can just see it. He wants to play, and I think he wants to show people that he's going to be better than his rookie year. He's going to be a person you can count on. I think, you know, defensively, we know what he can do defensively. I think offensively, it's going to be interesting to see him because being a young player without all that talent out there in the starting five, you know, will he defer like he did last year? You know, or will they have to? Will he come out with that mindset that he had in the summer league, where it's like, hey, I know I can score, I know I can do other things, I'm gonna do them. But you know, it's gonna be interesting to see. Tomorrow will be a good test because Memphis is a good basketball team. Oh yeah, they're gonna they be a they're, they're gonna be a playoff team. Yeah, they're gonna be in the mix uh, in the Western Conference, and this will be a good test because. This is not like, you know, the first three preseason games, you know, two of the games were against Cleveland and then New Orleans, and they were very bad. You know, you had, you know, and New Orleans was missing Zion and and, uh, and uh, the other tall kid. Um, Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. So they were missing those guys. But this team is going to come in, and they're going to play their starters, and they're going to play their their regular guys because it's almost time for the regular right. season. So you may see them a little bit more. It's going to be a good test for the Bulls in the early going
4: I tell you what, if John Morant was playing in New York or Los Angeles, MVP. he'd be up there with with the top names in the game. This kid is no spectacular. Doubt. The other night, I saw on Sports Center. He had like five incredible plays in preseason, and he reminds me so much of Derrick Rose in yes, his earlier. So explosive, yes. yep. goes to the rim and tries to dunk over people. Yes. This yeah. kid is so much fun to watch. Yeah. Well,
0: I, I mean, he's an elite player in this league, yes, and you know, you, the one thing you worry about him is is that because he plays so high above the rim, like yeah. you used to see with Derrick, like Derek, yeah. And you know, he's not he's not very big. He's not like Derrick was. At least Derrick's body was big. Derrick was hey, built slight. like kind of like a like a running a, like back. a running back or yeah. a defensive Morant, back. Slight. Yeah, but you look at you look at John Moran John John's a little bit more on the the skinnier side and you worry about him you see him take falls all the time mm-hmm. you know you got to worry about being up so high like he is and then getting undercut or yeah. you know clipped or something that's what you worry about with him but he's gonna play he's gonna play his game he's gonna be fearless he's gonna try to dunk on you he wants to embarrass you so uh, I love watching he's one yeah, of my favorite players he is one of my watching. favorites too. I like
2: Dylan Brooks I like
0: he's a good scorer, oh, Yeah. I, I said I was one that said uh, when he was at Oregon I said we should Drafted him. Second round uh, pick. uh, He plays two ways. he, He reminds me he's Draymond Green for them. He's yeah. Draymond Green for them. Sure, I can see he that. He does all the dirty work. He, he's a great passer. He can score. He can score better than Draymond. Yeah, but he is the quarterback of their defense. He's the guy that gets everybody fired up. He takes the number one offensive player, and he's not afraid. Steph Curry. He's not yeah. afraid to get out there and mix it up. And yeah. he talks a lot of trash, but he backs it up. And he's a great compliment to John Moran. I think the key for them, though, is is the you know the young kid, uh, Jackson. He's got, to, he's got to yeah. stay healthy. He's a you know, he, he's—I mean—he's he, he's talented. He's yeah, super, he ultra, ultra talented, but he can't stay healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I they're mean, only going to go as far as he as he gets back. He,
2: you know, we played Memphis in Memphis, and we talked. You Me mean, the like, Bucks. Yeah, the yeah. Bucks. You We're, suit up in that game? No, I didn't. <laughs> we but, <laughs> played. We played. But I will tell you that he put—he made a statement. John Morant. And he was doing all kinds of. And in the parking lot, he has the sweetest-looking Rolls. rolls. There you go. And I was like, man. Traveling style, young fella. I was like, wow, that car. (laughs) I was like, because we were all waiting to get on the bus, and then I see him, and then I see the car. And I'm a big car guy, and I'm like, Man, that's a sweet looking ride. Oh. Man, if I the, sell some
0: of my cards in my tub, maybe I can get that. Yeah. How about that Whitey I'm Ford? Not, I'm that a, Whitey whoa. Ford? Time to
4: cash that Ted Williams card in that yeah. you stole from me Yeah.
0: Now. Yeah. You stole from your friend. <laughs> I'm not a Rose oh, Rose man. Rose guy. What's his name? Tim. Tim. Tim.
2: I'm not Tim. a Rolls Royce guy. I'm gonna get
4: a Corvette. Maybe oh. a 60. Or oh, look at Susan. Susan. Oh <laughs> no. my God. But, but the girl, there goes retirement. But the, oh. the grill on
2: that Rose.
4: Oh yeah. man. It's, and it, Devin it, Booker's got those classic cars too. Another car collector. Yeah. Those are
2: that
0: commercial they did for the NBA. Really yeah, cool. that's sweet. That NBA the lane. Career, the NBA, yeah, that, was, that was fun. Yeah. That was one of the best commercials I've ever All
4: seen. All the greatest names in yes. the past. Got uh, yes. Kareem trying to show dirt to Skyhook. They, sh- the
0: sky they should have had MJ
4: in there, though. MJ, MJ didn't want to do it. MJ should have yeah, got in
0: there. Yeah. yeah, because he probably wanted more money. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but they should have had him out there. That would have been pretty cool to have MJ out there.
4: Speaking of MJ, did you see what he said the other day? That, by that his Bulls? old team, the Bulls, he says they could be a contender. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. He, knows. he knows. He's
0: watching. Yeah, he, he knows. <laughs> he, he he tried to deflect. he's he, Hey, he's probably deflecting <laughs> some of the the energy off his team. Yeah, because they got smoked last night by uh, Dallas in the preseason. They scored fifty nine points. Oh,
4: yeah, whoa, they
2: lost
0: whoa, by sixty eight. It was whoa. terrible. That
2: ain't good. Hey, did you catch in the folder Zach's? Uh, um, preseason 30 through 11 rankings I mean that's a great read if you haven't seen like it no, talks I'm... about the uniforms the court the Zach Lowe yeah. oh yeah Zach. I thought you're
4: talking about Zach Levine yeah no, Zach, Zach Lowe, Lowe I did see that yeah. yeah he's got the Bulls I think eight in the in the I don't most know enjoyable team to... no it's out okay. it's out. He was eight great well, and we're the first the... line and it yes. was what about the his first line hey we got to mention this the yeah. first line in Zach Lowe's description right. of why the Bulls are fun to watch Give me the hot sauce. Hey, Stacey yeah. King is one of the most talented no, watchers in the league. That's the first line. So look it up, John. Look it up, John. He's got all. You know he's, what, got, America? he's got all in the bubble up folder, yeah. and he missed that. America.
0: Give me the hot he's sauce. No, I, had,
2: I have in, the, in what I saw was 30 through 11. You got to keep oh, gotta up keep every up, day. John. Something happens, John. Right. You're too late. Well, where, okay. are the, where are the bucks are they? We don't care about the bucks. They were the top five. the hey. I
3: think there were three.
4: I think there were
2: three. We have to have him back on. No question. Yeah, no question. All I'm gonna
0: say, America. They recognize talent. That's
4: right. They recognize
2: talent. So, wait a minute. That was the first line of the article? Yes.
4: The first first four words are give me the hot sauce. Yes. Because
2: that's not usually how the
4: article goes. No, because they recognize talent. You got to. Recognize, recognize the talent. number one yes, draw. Exactly. Give me hot sauce. And I
0: hope when it's time to, for the renegotiation, <laughs> the Bulls are listening to that. You're, you got to get <laughs> Zach Lowe as your agent. Zach Lowe needs to be my agent. Yeah. I hope they're listening to that. Yeah. Bulls, if you're listening, yeah. don't sleep. Hey, okay. you got lightning in a bottle, baby. Don't
2: let it out. Don't you're, let it out. Do we have time to talk about what John Sally said about being no, on... no? Because
4: we've no. got we no, got we Cassidy in the yes. Sriracha waiting room. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, we can get to it later. Oh, yeah, we we, we got later. nothing but time. All right. As long as the Narragansett beer holds out, we got nothing well, but time. I've
2: got beer. Let's uh, uh, <laughs> we've yes. Like,
4: <laughs> hey, before we get to Cassidy, we want to again thank our good friend Jeff Vukovich for getting on board The give me the hot sauce train that is yes. out of the station and it's moving oh, quickly. Choo-choo. You know, when it comes to insurance for your auto, home, and business, you should contact the king of insurance, Nationwide Agent Jeff Vukovic. You can reach him at jeffvuk.com. That's jeffvuk.com, V-U-K. And Stacy always entertains the folks during the games with the jingle. My
0: Nationwide is on your side. Oh, we
4: got Narragansett <laughs> beer. Oh, baby. It's happy hour on a Thursday. <laughs> it's happy hour on a Thursday, baby. Cheers. And the golden pipes are in great shape. Oh, uh, yes, so,
0: yes, yes. Cassidy
4: yes. Hubberth is going to join us next right. on episode 50, a milestone on Gimme the Hot Sauce. The beer of the clam. <laughs> All know that famous fight song, the Northwestern Wildcats. It is time to welcome in a proud graduate of the Medill School of Journalism. Cassidy Hubberth joins us on Gimme the Hot Sauce. Cassidy, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here.
1: Are you kidding me? I just, I'm so happy to be here. I'm jealous of all of your backdrops. I'm, I'm ready to go. Though. I'm fired up. I'm having coffee at 6.30. I'm not going to fall asleep until 3 a.m. I'm so ready.
4: For- I got to tell a little story about uh, how Cassie and I know each other. She actually worked at uh, Comcast Sportsnet, which turned into NBC Sports Chicago, which is turning into dust, right, as we speak. Oh.
1: Um, oh. Four one out. Pour one out.
4: So, they've lost so many great people over the years, and one of them is Cassidy. Cassidy worked as a production assistant there. And the story I want to tell is that, you know, she's a go getter. She wanted to show everybody how good she is. And, you know, we talk about NBA general managers misjudging talent. Well, some folks over at uh, Comcast Sportsnet misjudged some talent because Cassidy was trying to get the news director to give her an opportunity to be on the air. And I know that they let you do a couple of things, going to Cubs convention and doing some interviews, but obviously. You didn't get the satisfaction from management that you wanted, and then you've gone on to become this huge star. And I and I know that that you're not gonna tell a spiteful story or anything like that, but how, how frustrating was that trying to get that opportunity when you knew how much you could contribute to that operation?
1: You know, like I don't think back on that time as frustration. Like that was I think that's what helped me in my career. Um, you know, it was a good lesson to to learn. Um that I'm still learning every day in this business that, you know, not everyone's going to see um, your value, but you got to keep on, you got to just keep moving forward and, um, you know, trying to find those opportunities where they are. And I like the fact that I was able to do some um, digital features for them, like you said, covering the Cubs convention and um, doing some other segments along those lines of Uh, on digital really kind of set up the rest of my career because Mm -hmm. um, digital media, social media has really defined um, my route and my road to, you know, where I am, if you will. Um, And, you know, I think I'm really thankful to Comcast Chicago for that, or NBC Chicago, or whatever. Okay, whatever they, are. they are. Yeah, she's whatever t- are. She's taking a high road, Stacey. Just, I, I yeah. may have chosen a different route, yeah, but that's okay. Yeah.
0: See, Mark's <laughs> gonna take a different route. He's taking a different route. <laughs> Those yeah, were hey, hey.
1: the grinded out days. Like I was working that job, and also working in Atlanta um, half of the week as a uh, social media host, and then I would fly back. And the I called my production assistant job there um like my grad school because I was able to you know cut cut tapes and and write opens for you Mark that's right I really like learn like even though I went to Medill and that's like journalism one of the top journalism schools in the country like there's no there's no there's like school can't teach you what it's like to be in a real newsroom what it's yeah. like to be in those production meetings well it was what crazy it
4: was like, because you know tanker. we had so much stuff going on you know you did a half hour at 6 30 an hour at 10 another half hour at midnight and it was just like feeding the beast constantly you know the, Constant. it, it never stopped
1: it really didn't um and I, yeah like and it was you know, and and for those who may be in this business listening you know those shows are all such different beasts as well like the six o'clock is you know like things news stories prep you know previewing this the the games ahead and then after that it's watching the games like building those melts putting together those highlights um and you know then it's an all highlight driven reaction show and we weren't just doing um sports night we were doing you know the post game shows for the bulls game that's crazy sometimes you know you know, two two post game shows, so it was it was busy, and it was a really really. I only look back at that that time fondly.
4: And now all those shows are gone. Stacey, take it away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey
0: Mark, Mark my wow. be hey
4: Mark by being a trench coat before it's all said and done,
0: yeah. Yeah. heading over there to NBC Sports. Yeah, Mark, Mark oh. yeah, yeah he, hey, we need a couch over here for Mark. We've
3: never seen this. No, <laughs> we've never seen this side, no, of, seen this side of Mark. No, you've oh, seen it. Mark, yeah, Come on I, now. I Come have on have now.
0: I have seen it, buddy. We've done 50 shows. You've I'm seen that before. MSE Sports. Woo! Be on the lookout. Put Mark's face on a poster. <laughs> Do not let this man in the newsroom. <laughs> 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 Cassidy, Cassidy,
1: you've been in this business longer than me, so you know the most predictable thing about this business is that it's unpredictable. Oh, it is! That, like,
0: it <laughs> is. No and,
1: decisions and, make any sense. Well,
0: and you know what? And 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 you gotta, you know, the one thing I've learned doing all this what I've I've been doing is is that you got to take opportunities when they come. You know, you got to try to be as well versed in different things and not just be one dimensional. Because I think the more things that you can do. Uh, the more valuable you are. And I think that's what you've done in your case. You've started mm-hmm. doing different things in the beginning and it's really helped you get forward. You understand things that maybe the average person doesn't understand as far as where you've been and the things you've done.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the advice that I tend to give, um, you know, like young students who ask me like, how do you get to, you know, ESPN or uh, covering the NBA? And I just said, you know, like, find out where media is going. It's constantly changing. Um, I graduated Medill uh, and I was part of a program there that they called Medill 2020, where they were focused on um, how media was changing, becoming more digital. And I think, you know, like like anything in life, it was um, part hard work, but mostly luck, you know, it was the timing worked out well for me. I got a lot of opportunities that allowed me to explore things that I just kind of was already involved in with social media i i was in college when facebook launched i you know got was graduated when twitter and and then instagram was about so like i was not only you know i I was using those things as um with with friends already and then i was thinking of ways to apply it to to grow you know the reach of, of sports media now I, I can barely figure out what to do with TikTok. So I feel like I used to be the young <laughs> one and now me I'm like, too. what the hell? Me Wait,
0: too. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Don't feel bad because I'm a social media guy. And the TikTok, I have yet to figure out TikTok yet. I have yet to <laughs> figure no, no, it out.
1: I I'm on TikTok and I will fall down a hole. That algorithm knows me better than anybody in my entire life, <laughs> but I don't know how to like actually make a TikTok.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's where I'm at, and I'm and I'm I, and I like to be on social media, as you know, but that's yes. something that's I haven't figured that out yet. I I just got it. I just got through Snapchat. You know, so once I figured that out, I was like, oh, here comes, here comes TikTok now. And I'm We're seeing all these people dancing. Way. And I'm like, uh, first of all, I'm not, you know, I'm too old to be out there dancing like that. But, you know, if I did need to throw a moonwalk out there, no, that, that's not pretty. Okay, don't. Wait. Yeah, Chuck Dance is not pretty.
1: Would you have done a moonwalk at one point in your? In your oh yeah, life? I would.
0: I would do a moonwalk out there. I I pop lock too. Don't sleep. I get out there. <laughs> got I got some moves. give and me some hot sauce. That exactly. Hot you know, one one thing that I, I really I really like we've been doing lately is getting women in sports. Like we're we're bringing more women on our platform here to you know discuss their journeys and you know what how they got into this and you know you're you're our second you're our second lady that we've had on here. Yeah Lisa, and, last yeah, yeah, Lisa Byington. Yeah, Lisa Byington last year. Oh, yes, yes. So, so this is something new that we're adding to our show because we don't want to just be, you know, about all about guys. You know, I I want you to tell your story. I wanted to, you to tell us how you got started. I know you love sports, and I know growing up in Chicago, you you love sports. But three sport yeah, athlete, three sport athlete. How how did you how did you decide that this is what you wanted to do?
1: Oh man, I mean, I'd known that I wanted to be in sports broadcasting since I was like in middle school. Um, wow. I remember watching Pam Oliver um, on the NFL Fox pregame show, interviewing um, different NFL players, telling their stories, doing features. And, you know, I just, I knew I loved sports. I knew I wasn't going to be Cheryl Swoops. So, like, yeah. I, I, but I also knew I wanted to, you know, continue to, be in and around sports so I think from that point forward I decided that's what I was going to be and I just kind of did whatever I needed to do to do it um like in high school I fortunately I've been uh, Township High School had like a radio television film club and I called our soccer and basketball games that was terrible um but it was, <laughs> it was amazing that I had that opportunity and then you know in college I just did whatever I could um you know, cause I didn't get into Medill. I didn't get into Northwestern. Actually my freshman year, I went to U of I and then found a way to transfer to Northwestern. And then when I got to Northwestern transfer into Medill, um, that's not because easy because I knew that's like, I wanted to do it. So I, I, I mean, I guess I say that because like it, during the time, I didn't really think of like that doors were closing. I just kind of like found a new door to go through. Um, and you know, Northwestern then got me my first two jobs uh out of college. So it's been I've been very, very fortunate. Yes, like I've I've worked hard and kept my head down um and just kept moving forward, but I also have been very fortunate as well.
4: McCassidy's has li- been living in New York, she told us for the last eleven years, but she's still Chicago through and through Stacey. I was oh, watching yeah. I was watching her fill in on the jump last week and she I think it was, uh, I forget the two panelists who were, but you were asking them, the breakout team in the Eastern Conference. I think one of them said Charlotte and one of them said Washington and they cut to Cassidy and she's just like, come on, is anybody going to say the Bulls? What? <laughs> so you, you had to speak out for the Bulls because Stacey's really high in the Bulls this year.
1: I mean, how could you not be? And yeah. for the, for, even <laughs> if you like, don't feel like this is a championship team, I, for, for, for the first time and I don't even know how long, it feels like the bulls are relevant, mm-hmm. you know? And I just, Stacy Stacey and I have had this conversation. Like, I don't understand, like, when did Chicago not become one of the top cities in this country? Like, why isn't it a, a, a destination? Why isn't a free agent destination in the past? And I just, it, like, it made me mad. Like the the fan in me has been mad about the state of the bulls and just the, atten- the lack of attention. And they, they haven't been deserving of it. And finally, like, they, you know, maybe, maybe this whole roster doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but they're, they're going to be fun to watch. And that's at the, at the very least what I think Bulls fans deserve, the city of Chicago deserves. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited about, you know, obviously Zach, um, he, he, he's incredible. I don't love this like threat of, you know, it being the summer of Zach Levine um, <laughs> and him being like the number one target. Um, in free agency. But, you know, I also like the thought of what that's going to do for his performance this year. I'm really excited about Lonzo Ball. I was also talking to Stacey about this. Like I fouled Lonzo throughout his early career, like with the Lakers and then with with New Orleans and the maturation process I've seen specifically with with Lonzo um, has been so impressive. I think, you know, obviously there was that all the hype around him and his shoes and his dad, you know, when he summer league, I covered him summer league. It was like a zoo there. Um, and then him breaking away from, you know, big baller brand, becoming his own man, becoming a father. I saw that kind of maturation in new Orleans. And now I think joint joining forces with Zach. I mean, we've already seen shy St. yeah. Stasis. Stasis. All a jamma. Get your t-shirts um, now. Yeah. I, yeah i'm excited i I know that's a lot on on lonzo but i am really excited about that pairing and then of course um doros and he's just a pro so um and then vucevic like there's so many guys on this team and finally like that's my feeling
4: Stacey, tell her about your bet with Nick Friedel. Oh boy! Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. You know, Slick Slick
4: Nicky.
5: Okay, Our I call, Nick. Him, I call
4: my dad him Slick
0: Nick.
5: Can't
1: stand you know, Nick. <laughs> hey, nobody, anybody is Nick my is dad, so Nick is one of my dearest. friends. Yes, yeah, he's great guy. Right now, Red he's so negative about yes him all the
0: time. Every Chicago person feels that yeah. way, yeah.
1: and Nick See, is an It's just
0: an act. Nick him. is an awesome guy. Like he's one of my Amazing. good friends as well. I mean, he does a great job, and you know, but he came out. Okay, he came out, cast and he says to us on our podcast. I don't know when it was. I it was know, a few weeks, ago. a few weeks ago. He yeah. says to us, he More says, "The Bulls are the eleventh best team in the Eastern Conference." Yeah. And and I was like, I was like, "Puff puff, pass." Like, what are you <laughs> smoking? Like, pass that around because that's like got everybody high right now. And he's like, "No, they're they're eleventh best team." I said, I said, "Dick." I said they—they they had a, a not even a half an NBA roster last year. They were like the top nine. They almost made it to the playoffs with you know Felicio and and, and these other guys. And, and it, when you start, when you start the conversation with Felicio and playoffs, yeah. and then you got DeRozan, Ball, Zach Levine, Vucevic. You got yeah. three or four All Stars in the lineup. You got Caruso. You Caruso, got Patrick Williams, Kobe the, White. The
1: response: to Everyone's How how
0: game. in the world could you even put them lower? I mean. Even out the playoff race, yeah. if he would have said, "I can see them being the AC," I'd have been like, "I still disagree with them, but at least you're in a playoff conversation." But to have them 11th, oh man, come on! So he,
4: they bet him dinner that so the what, Bulls would finish ahead of, ahead of the um, Knicks. Like, uh, Everybody, he right?
0: had he had he had, he had uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, he had uh, <laughs> Sisters Washington of the Pores, Daniels. the Washington okay, Generals. So yeah, the Nets,
1: obviously yeah. the Bucks.
0: Yes, Philadelphia, Indiana, Miami. Philly.
4: Boston, uh, yeah, Boston Atlanta, 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 Atlanta New, New York. York the Knicks yeah. Charlotte
0: oh, Charlotte
1: Atlanta New York and and Atlanta and New York in Chicago I think are in
4: that well that's yeah. the bet that they' have yeah, yeah.
0: Right. see the bet is Cassidy you see you want you know you can't come to a gunfight with a knife with me okay <laughs> so he wants to bet me he said well bet me dinner any restaurant I want any steak dinner I want and if he wins I got to take him out to dinner so the bet was that the Bulls will finish with a better record than the Knicks that's correct that's the bet for me and him no matter where it's at, they are be my team will be better than his. Oh, he's
1: his. taking tip side. Here? Yes, he's yeah. taking tip yes. side. Yes. isn't that fresh? He's a double yeah. agent. He's
0: a double agent, man. Nick's a double agent. You know, he's kind of like, Nick's my boy, but he's kind of like Skip Bayless. He, like, says these crazy things to get a rise out of everybody. I know deep down he does not believe the Bulls are 11 seed. I know deep down.
1: He seemed pretty convinced. I mean, his mom is now a huge Bulls fan.
0: Oh, his mom told him he can't even come home for Thanksgiving. She said, enough. You're not coming home for Thanksgiving. You're not going to talk about my Bulls this way.
1: Stacy, by the way, like I told my mom, I was coming on your podcast, and he goes, and she goes, Oh, oh, tell him I have a picture with him. Really?
0: <laughs> she does? Uh, huh.
1: Loves you. She oh! Loves you. Stacey's Shout a man of the people.
0: You know, you yeah. know, how old is your mom? Uh,
1: she's 75.
0: See, that's my demographic. Those <laughs> women love me. The women in the <laughs> 70s, 70s, they love me. They love me. That's my demographic. You can keep up with well, them.
1: It's just, my you know, that's uncalled for. Her. You know what? You know, forty years now. So you like, know what?
0: I'm like, gonna have to get her. I'm to have to, to get her not, to. Yeah, a, I'm gonna get her to a game. I'm gonna get her to a Bulls game this they're year. They're all your we we'll, 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 yeah, you know, I I, I am like <laughs> voted one so, of the ten sexiest uh, free agents out there. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> all right. One let, of the sexiest men alive. Don't hate. Hey, let me to, finish what I was saying. I was gonna get <laughs> okay? don't, cast, don't interrupt me when I'm talking, John. He's cast, he's cast. Okay. I know, but I'm, you interrupted me when I tell you I'm one of the ten sexiest men in Chicago. Mark is eleven. Mark is eleven. Get
1: him on the cover, Chicago. The Nick Friedel has
0: not met 11. Yeah, where's your agent? Where's your
1: agent? You know what?
0: You know what? I'm my own agent. Yeah. I'm my own um, agent, Susan. Hey, so, so keep get, your
1: money. Yes.
0: Keep the money. Don't share it. That's my philosophy. Okay. So getting back to the um, format
2: here, I was <laughs> curious. We got no format on this. There show. is no are you format. Kid? Because I'm, I'm a producer, director, and I know that <sighs> you've done some sideline work. And, uh, you know, I, I just, if someone's watching, like, you know, how difficult it is to keep your questions short. To stay pointed, to listen, and to follow up in the heat of the moment. You're on the court. You know, people fans, like you yelling
4: in her ear. I yeah. don't yell. In get them. off! Get off! I don't yell.
2: <laughs> I don't. You, I don't yell in people's ears. What? No. I come on. You yell at me and talk back. <laughs> I don't yell. It's but anyways, getting back years. to the question. I'm
1: just glad that you didn't say your name. Say, my name is Jonathan. Not oh. So. He, yeah, well,
2: I didn't want to say Mike, Mike, Michael, Mike, but my point is- You know
1: why how, he called me afterwards. I know, I apologize. apologize. So I, I no biggie.
2: No, no, I, I'm not- oh,
1: His name was Michael. Right, no, no no no, Michael. no, no, no. Uh, I was,
2: right. I'm not, wasn't gonna go there. I was just, if people were watching- <laughs> Where are you from, going? Well, I was talking about broadcasting and how, how difficult it shows. is, because yeah. you don't have a script that you can read like Mark does at a desk. All right, wow. you're out. You're, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're out you're out there in the elements. Some hair wow. with a teleprompter. <laughs> and and you know, you are not sure if you heard the cue or not. And you just know you under the, the bus. So I mean, just, just to talk to people, how well, look, difficult sidelines yeah. is
1: like Sidelines, unfortunately, is like um it's the, like the easiest, hardest job, I think, in live game broadcasting. Because you do, you have to keep everything short um, and you basically like i get a, i i get upset at myself if i'm talking too much during the game action so like it's like it's like i want myself to get out of the way of of the game action even though i do have a good report that technically is supposed to add to the viewing experience so you're like constantly playing this game of double dutch and it's not only a game of double dutch with your producer where you're telling your producer hey I, I have something to add here but like that timing has to be perfectly where per, like happen perfectly with him and then also my play-by-play and um analysts if they're having that conversation because I could say hey I have something to add here and then you know Doris can decide okay I want to I, I want to talk Kyrie now we're off of you know Right. Ben Simmons conversation. So it is, it's a, it's a dance to get into the game broadcast. And then as far as the interviews are concerned, like no one wants to do them. You know, no coach yep. wants to
3: know.
1: <laughs> okay. And That's so, true. you know, and we're just like the lowest guy on the totem pole doing our jobs. Yep. And like, we're not going to, we're not going to take those interviews away because ESPN TNT we pay a lot of money to have that access. And so unless you give us something else access wise, like we're gonna still do those interviews. And, um, you know, like, I think there's some, t- like one one out of 10 interviews, I think actually add value to the broadcast or one out of five, I'll give myself a little more credit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and add some context. Like if you get someone really good, like, you know, um, I like Doc Rivers always gives thoughtful answers. Um, Steve Kerr, obviously, since he understands the broadcasting side, adds some entertainment value to those interviews. Um, and, like, uh, they're, but they're, but no one wants to do them, uh, including myself. But post-game, like, that, those are the ones that that's where, like, you feel like, oh, all of that, all of the struggle throughout the whole game to get in, tell your story, like, you prepare all the these storylines to – to just kind of wait and see if the, the analysts and play-by-play person in the, and the um, live game action kind of like lines up. Um, but the, po- the post-game interview is where you can really have a moment be, you know, add to the viewing experience. Like if LeBron has a game winner, you know, his reaction right after that, that that's part of the viewing experience for the fan and what like what helps fans, you know, fall deeper and deeper in love with the NBA. And I, and I feel that I feel that responsibility in those moments. And that's where I've, you know, I'm like, I I often pinch myself and be like, that's, I walk away and be like, that's really cool that I get to do that. I hope that answers your question. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. (laughs) And so
4: Hey Cassidy, uh, I get the chance to cover Game Three of the WNBA Finals tomorrow night over at Wintrust Arena. It's sold out for Games Three and Four, and I noticed so on, on on Twitter you were grinding away trying to <laughs> trying to get the sky through. I thought they got jobbed on a couple of calls uh, late yeah. late in that game, but
1: I saw some. Sarah Spain was like, "Can we look at Devin Booker's uh, camera and to see if you yeah
4: know, <laughs> he caught
1: maybe Diana Taurasi, um, you know, stepping out of bounds?" Listen, <laughs> yeah. it's
4: a neat story that Candace Parker comes home. And yeah. is immediately turned that team, and they only finished 500 during the regular season. But to have a, a player of her caliber and her championship experience on this team has done wonders. Because otherwise, the roster really hasn't changed all that much. And then Kalia Coppers really emerges as a star in this series. What What is your thought on, on the growth of the WNBA and its place in the whole W uh, in the ESPN uh, spectrum?
1: I'm actually wearing a WNBA shirt. I'm like, I think, and I, I, only Careful, it huh? <laughs> I only, like other than the, 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 the um, quality of basketball is pretty much consistent with what it's been for years. But I, I am so proud of this league for mm-hmm. really, really doing a great job of marketing their stars and, um, you know, garnering support and using their voices and their platforms to bring attention to social issues, bring attention to, um, you know, the, the women who are competing every day and the sacrifices that they're making, um, to, you know, be a part of this league. And I just think, um, they've just done such a great job. Like when it, when it's all said and done, it is, it's, it is entertainment. And so, um, I've, you know, there's been in years past where I hadn't felt like they were doing a good job of marketing their stars enough Mm -hmm. and letting, you know, the public get to know who the key players were. You know, there was that big push early on, you know, who's got next. Like I was all in on, you know, Coop and Cheryl Swoops and, um, you know, like uh, Lisa Leslie and Rebecca Lobo, like that, that, that group of just superstars. And I think, like they've recaptured that magic of, of it, while also having some legends, but the, like the new group of um, young stars coming in. And so I think the league is in such a, it's in such a good place. And I'm, I'm so excited for it to grow even more. And it's not that they need the support of, you know, the NBA, but it's really nice to see, you know, NBA players also mm-hmm. outwardly showing that support and helping that reach um, and and pushing those basketball fans into watching games, because if you do sit down and watch a WNBA game, it's actually pretty awesome to watch because it's great fundamental basketball. So if you really truly are a hoop head, you love watching the WNBA.
0: Yeah. That's the one thing I would say about them is that, you know, they need to to up their pay. They need to find, they need to find some way because these, these girls don't need to be overseas. They don't need to be having to make money overseas. They should be able to stay here in the United States, play in the WNBA, make their salaries, and it should be tier levels based on your based on your stature in the in the league, kind of like the NBA. Um, but they they need they need to get some more push for that because I think that's been one of the biggest problems with the players, not only in basketball but in uh, female soccer. You know, equal they want it's not uh, it's almost they want equal pay, but they want fair pay, fair pay, and right. I, I'm I'm all for that, man. Pay them give them mm-hmm. you know give them what they they need to be able to stay here and not have to work multiple jobs you know this is like back when the old 60s and 50s when NBA players had day jobs and you know, they play in the NBA at night and then work you know work in a restaurant in the right. daytime and it's kind of like that is like hey there's in the WNBA and it shouldn't be that way it, they sh- it really shouldn't be that way they should they should be making agree, really but good at money. At the
1: same time it's like they are growing and they have yeah. the right leadership in place like um, Neka Gumake, she's the president of the Players Association. I mean, she worked tirelessly on um, you know the new uh, deal that they that they came to this summer. Um, you know, which not only guarantees the top players will earn you know five hundred thousand dollars plus, um, but you know, like I, I I recently saw a story about there's um, coverage of fertility and uh, a lot of other just taking care of their players because they weren't they, they, they weren't playing in a league that was really treating them as, you know, employees or people who they're actually getting supported by the league they play for. And I think that they have great leadership in place and they're finding their way. And I think this momentum is only going to continue to pick up um, because I think the interest is there.
4: Well, Cassidy, we thank you so much for joining us and for giving us so much of your time. I know that uh, your daughter is standing by, wants mommy to give yeah. her a little bit of attention. So yeah. Th- yeah. Th- thank I mean, you she's for... real
1: quiet right now. So uh, like as a, as a parent, I know you guys know that's yeah. usually
4: worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's probably, probably, she's probably
0: plotting good. something.
4: Yeah. <laughs> We're, I mean we're so happy for so all your fun. success. You know, it's been an amazing story. You've done such great work, risen up the charts of ESPN, and we're very proud of you back here in Hard Chicago. work, hard work, yep. one of the
0: hardest working ladies
4: in the business. So, continued thanks, success guys. and thanks for making time for us on episode 50 of Give Me the Hot Sauce. Hey, if
0: your mom, hey, I will talk I will I will talk to you later. If your mom wants to come to a game, your parents want to come to a Bulls game, I'll give them my tickets, my tickets and my seats. Wow.
1: That's I mean offer. what a guy, guys. Come on, you
0: know, you know she's, like, she's like my sister. So I, I take care That's of her. That's how Stacy rolls. That's how I roll, Cassie.
1: You guys are amazing. This just made my entire week. So I'll see you guys because you know what? We're gonna get some more Bulls games. So That's I've right, yes. national right. TV. Yes, yes, yes. go. Right. Yes. 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 And I'll be other. give me the hot sauce, baby! <laughs> let's write a let's write letters, a collective letters. I better be on those games. And, and, yeah, and get that yes. get
4: that shy slam jamma going too. Stacey's got some merchandise to sell.
1: (laughs) Thanks,
4: guys. Thanks, Cass. Cassidy Hubbard joining us. Coming up next, we go rapid fire with some of the other top stories in the world of sports Give Me the Hot Sauce.
0: Give Me the Hot Sauce.
4: It was great catching up with Cassidy Hubbard. Amazing talent doing great things at ESPN. She's already accomplished a lot in her career, some great things to come ahead for Cassidy. We thank her for joining the show. It is a big week beyond the start of the NBA season coming up. It is Paris Packer week, and everybody gets excited about that here in the Chicago area do uh, you see anybody at Piggly Wiggly uh, Southside? Uh, <laughs> about Wiggly. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> Pigly! <laughs> Wiggly. Got
2: Shop uh, the pig and save. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> I uh I had to retire my white socks um gear this week. So. <laughs> what what? They ruined my birthday. Yep. So you're no longer
4: Southside?
0: happy birthday. It was
5: pretty depressing. So you're no longer Southside. Well, no, I'm just taking some time off. See, I didn't wear my Southside shirt. I'm all in black today. I'm in mourning. Both the White Sox and the Brewers just screwed me on my birthday. Did you
4: see Aaron Rodgers' uh, news conference the other day where he's talking about how he liked Chicago and that he walks the city before games and people are always friendly to him?
5: I can't with him.
4: (laughs) 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 And and they asked him, he said, would you ever consider playing for the Bears? He goes, no. Yeah. That won't happen.
5: Thank God. Yeah,
0: thank God we wouldn't want him.
5: Yeah, no, he can right. stay. He can Thank God you, stay. you
4: wouldn't want an MVP.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, we we, we uh,
5: wouldn't want right. him. Okay, yeah, no, I'm right. with Stacy. No. Yeah,
0: we was,
2: uh, was. You got a good, you got a good one now. I mean, th- think about it. I mean, he's one. He played the Raiders, who were giving your up team? on yeah, you're Raiders, Raiders, Your, team, your Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, second Raiders. team. Well, I don't know. You guys watch the game, but I saw a lot of players just giving up, dropping. I saw like three or four drops.
4: Well, we saw what, what? happened a couple days later with John Gruden. Right, yeah, right. Kind of took the life out of the franchise. They must have read the emails. It did. The players must read. Are we going to get into that
2: now?
0: Yeah, well,
4: I don't or, know if we need to get into the minutiae of it, but the you know the idea was that... The manure of it. John yeah. Gruden was brought in the manure. By, by Mark Davis, Al's son, is the savior of the franchise. He was given a, what, a 10-year, $100 million contract, and then they found out exactly who he was as a person. Well, and I also think that, um, you know what, 10 years? The guy's yeah. been
2: out of football. Like You yeah. don't bring a guy back in. Good broadcaster. Dick Vermeil did it, but yeah, he's a great broadcaster, right? And we talked about his coaching today, But that was a mistake. You don't bring a guy out... That doesn't happen. You notice like Andy Reid and Belichick, those guys are lifers. You know, Kyle Shanahan, lifers, Tomlin. These guys are lifers. You don't bring a guy in, so no one's going to trust him. And then and then you give him 10 years, so he slow plays it. He got rid of Khalil Mack. He made all these decisions. Some mm-hmm. of these draft picks aren't very good. And he, and he gets the final say-so on any deals. Right, he gets the final say-so. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, it was, why didn't they bring him into the office? Those were private emails, and say, look, you. But that up. the
4: league was behind that. Yes. I know, but the they did a they did this long term investigation on the on Washington the team. football team, right? And the only thing that became public was John, John Drew's emails to Bruce bullshit. Allen. I don't believe that. That yeah. was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. Well, first of all, I mean, when, when has an email not been private? Yeah. And I'm not, I, listen, I'm not condoning what he said because what he what he said in was those awful. emails was awful, were yeah. awful. awful. And he should be getting lambasted for that. Okay? If you honestly believe that, how can you come to work every single day and work around those very same people that you're talking shit about? Like, I don't understand that.
4: Well, but, what about Daniel Snyder and but, the whole Washington you know football team? Right. That theory, was the purpose but, but of the know, investigation. Well, because
0: the way they were, the way they were treating women. You know yeah, that was right, there was right. a big thing about the way they treated women, yes. the sexual harassment, right? And that was a huge. And they found some and then, and emails found, yes. with photos. Yes, yes. of him. I don't but,
5: believe that. But, but I don't believe that. I think, in my personal opinion, that those emails are ten years old. I think they had that shit on him ten years ago when they hired him. And they wanted to get out of the contract, and they dusted it off, and they used some bullshit there, story about an investigation. There's
2: a lot of there's a lot of things that are going on with the Raiders. You know, I talked about this. Their president, thirty years, he was there when I was there. Worked them way all up the ranks. He brought he you know moved the team to Vegas, the sponsorship, the stadium. Mark Buddein was behind all of that, and all of a sudden he resigned, without like, any explanation. Any explanation. So now you got that. Now you have this, and, you know, they were out a year. They built that stadium and they didn't have any fans for a year. You know, maybe that's the 50 million because that contract was backloaded. And maybe they want to get some of that money back. People laugh at me when I say that, but I wouldn't be surprised because that's how Al was. Al was the same. Remember Lane Kiffin? They did the yeah. same thing to Lane Kiffin. They, you know, he took money, $10 million from Irwindale back in the late 80s when they built a dit. They, they put a, a basically a they built a big hole in the ground out in Irwindale and they said, here you go. And he said, All right, well, give me my 10 million. And then he didn't he didn't go to Irwindale. So I wouldn't be surprised this is about money, about getting that money back. And, and you know. <clears throat>
0: I don't know, though. I don't know, John, because there, you know, I mean, there's so much stuff that, first of all, it's 10 but, years, okay? But there's been so much stuff going on that is really, they've been hiding, that they've been sweeping under the rug for years, okay? Just like the Colin Kaepernick thing. You know they—they they all know that they colluded to keep that kid out of the NFL. It—it it, they everyone knows that. Sure. Okay. And that's why they paid Colin Kaepernick to kind of just go away. He's yep. like we're gonna give you all this money, and you can't come back and say anything, and you're out the league. But we're gonna give you all this money, you know. And they have been doing some shady stuff for a while. Washington, with the way they've been treating women oh. and taking pictures of them topless, making oh, yeah. them go topless uh, for calendars or whatever. I mean that—that's—that's—that's now there's no place in the game for that. No, man. they there's want no that. Got it. They want yes, yes,
2: and, and but, yeah. But let, let's just say this though: there are private emails, and it could have been handled privately because you can't find a soul that would say anything bad about John Gruden about that. I mean, the guy's <sighs> been a coach. Mike Tirico came out. You know and and support him i mean seriously have but there's some people
0: though John, have you ever? Know, there's people no, now they're, that they're, are unloading they're, on yeah screen. yeah, they're, but, yeah, now yeah. but you know what though yeah. now, i mean of course, this, just it's just like, like when you find out like your neighbor's husband was beating them and you were playing cards with them and you never knew it you never saw any signs that you know there was abuse going on and then later on you find out like there was abuse going on you're like how did we miss that like how do we miss that Yeah. because there's certain sure. things you just don't see that you don't know that goes on sure. and just like with the Danny Danny Ferry thing, when he's with the president or the GM of the Hawks, and he said that about Luol Deng being mm-hmm. a slick African or something, and you know that wasn't supposed to get out, but it got right. out. And how do we know that his email went, went through a chain of people that went not just through the first person that it was supposed to go to, but that was passed on and forwarded to a hundred people, and then one of those hundred people goes, "Hey, this is not right." You don't this is, know. This is this is completely inappropriate and turned him in and went to the NFL and said, hey, look, this is what John your guy John yeah. Gruden is, is sent out on the text and, and, and this is what he's been saying. I guarantee you that's what happened. I don't think the guy, Bruce Allen, whoever it was yeah, that Bruce, Bruce, Allen, yeah, Bruce Allen, I don't think Bruce Allen said, I'm gonna turn this in. Oh no, I no, think no. I think what happened was is that, that email got passed on. Let me send it to my buddy John over here. Let me send it to my buddy Rick. And then it went through like a hundred different people. Maybe and Maybe. then one person, or, one person said, This is inappropriate, and I'm turning it in. Because or. we're supposed to be equal opportunity. Mm. We're supposed to be turning, you know, sure. turning our, you know, you know, changing the way we do things on a yep. daily basis yep. and we've got a guy in one of the most highest places and who's a well-respected football coach saying these inappropriate things about yep. you know gays about you know women mm-hmm. about you know uh commissioner a homophobic thing. Yep. It, it was disgusting it was seriously yeah. it, was, but, it was bad
2: but you know it, it might not been passed around but they might have been looking at the emails And that's the thing that we don't know. Like, but but when
0: is it? When is my argument is a personal email is a personal email.
4: That's what I'm saying. Not anymore.
0: But I mean, it's it it doesn't make sense to that they were just going through all these these these. You know, they went through over
4: six hundred thousand text messages. So they say every
5: employer has access to every email that you send. Period. I mean, that's just a thing. And if you don't know that but you know so I mean I what he said was awful oh. but I hope people realize that there is literally yeah. no such thing as a private email a private chat you better, use, yet, a, you better
0: and, use a pigeon but I'm just saying you know write down thing. a right. note and as, right. no such don't thing. sign your name Listen, just fly it out as, as <laughs> as <laughs> we, we, we go we. fly to Mark Janowski <laughs> <As, as laughs> <laughs> <we go laughs> here Mark here's yeah. Rudy <laughs> the pigeon and I ain't yeah. gonna sign my name right. to it that's what you gotta do
2: no like Goodfellas the mob they never talked on the phone you remember they always just gave the handshake and the surveillance got the mob the sophistication of the surveillance into you know places where they didn't realize there were cameras and microphones but I just think it's a sad day when a guy like that who's put so much into the NFL and they couldn't it was a private email they couldn't handle it privately they couldn't have sat him down and said look you made some really bad decisions here we're going to bring in uh we're going to bring in uh, Demir Smith Smith in we're going to bring in some of these people in that you've Roger Goodell and we're going
4: to have to have a, a come to but Jesus just, or, watch, uh, hey, watching on YouTube what about Roger Goodell What? What's going on with your well, shirt there? Well, I mean,
2: isn't it Roger Goodell who tried to uh, get Tom Brady's phone and, and deflate gate? Like, that wasn't – his suspension wasn't about deflate gate. It was about he wouldn't give up his phone. And exactly the same thing. It's all thing. about the shield, the you NFL know? shield. Got to protect and, the shield. And you know what, though? True. We yeah. were talking about Pete Rozelle. I'm, I'm old enough to follow the NFL since Pete Rozelle. The guy died of cancer because the pressure – People wanted him dead because he was relocating teams. The Baltimore, you know, going to Indianapolis, what the Raiders were doing. You got, as a leader, you got to be able to take it. You got to be able to take the criticism. I'm sorry. Like, you can't, like, face him. As a man, face John Gruden. Say, look, so, I don't...
4: So John's not sent an email. He just puts it on his shirt. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I bought but, him that but, shirt. You remember that year, yeah. though? They went
2: 4-0 oh with Jimmy Garofalo. Jimmy, Jimmy Garofalo. Garofalo. And jo- uh, Jacoby Brissett when Jimmy yeah, got hurt. I do remember that. And, the, yeah. and guess what? They were 4-0... They went on to win the Super Bowl, and they really, and, and you know, I mean, the NFL, I mean, like, they wouldn't let Antonio Brown play with them. Remember that whole thing with the Patriots? But it's okay, you can play in Tampa. I, I just think the leadership needs to take a good look and say, uh, is this how we're going to turn people in now? Well, like, listen,
0: if, if you want transparency, if you want, you know, honest transparency that organizations are doing what they're supposed to do and following the guidelines, you know, the big thing is the Rooney Rule okay? You, you hear yeah. a lot, big thing about the Rooney Rule. Sure. You get all these coaches who, it's supposed to help black coaches get in the process to get interviewed. Yep. Okay? But it always seems like it's like a courtesy interview, and they, they get passed over. Sure. There's a lot of talented assistant coordinators, assistant coaches that are being passed over for retreads. Eric Bandman. Okay. When is he Re- going to get it? Exactly, you know, exactly. When are, when are they going to give yeah. him a chance? I mean, yeah. and and look at Bri- Byron Leftwich in, yeah. in Tampa Bay. They won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's offensive coordinator. Yeah. You know, the one guy and I and I, I I will agree with with uh, who, I don't know who said this the other day, um, but Bruce Arians is way out in front of everybody when it comes to diversity. When you look at his coaching staff, his coaching staff has women on it and it has African American coaches. One of the few coaches that do that, and he's way ahead of the game. Well, but but at the same time, they they John Gruden's emails in Texas or whatever he sent push the NBA I mean the NFL back another 5 years by doing that because yeah. there's already been question about how legit they are about doing everything on the up and up and to hear this guy say the things that he said he's probably not the only person of, of a power that's saying that think about the Michael Sam thing you know oh you shouldn't let gays in a yeah. I mean, come on, dude! Yeah. Like this is a Where new, this is you? this is a new generation. Like it's you, to say those kind of things and and those hurtful things, and then to talk about the you know Smith the way he did. Like, mean, come on, man! I mean. I, I I get your point. It should have been private. It should have been private emails. But you know what? When you're a person of, of, of power like that and you are reaching out to so many different people, because he was working NFL, yep. you know, Monday night football. He was working for ESPN and oh, those yeah. those those texts and emails came from when he was when working he from for ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. So how do we know ESPN didn't leak it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, how do we know? You, just, you don't. You don't know. You don't know who did it. You don't yep. know which I person agree. in the in the in the chain of emails it came. But at the same time, he should be ashamed to have uh. said that. There was Absolutely. a lot of people who respect him, yeah. They respect him as a coach. I mean, I like John Gruden. I always liked him as the Monday Night Football guy. I liked him when he did his little coach's corner when mm-hmm. he had the young players the come in, yeah. the quarterback class, and he's breaking them down. I thought he was funny. Yeah. Now and, he's done. And, he'll I mean, never touch anything never, associated yeah. That's right, what I'm right. saying. His career is ruined by, 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 by a mistake. By a mistake, just like anybody else would have been in that same situation.
2: Well, let's just jump a little bit because you were talking about Dave Chappelle the other day. Yes, yes. I mean, another one. I mean, come on. Like there was a transgender black
0: comedian that's come out and
2: said, "Come on, yes, you know, take the chain right, take the chains off of the
0: comedian." Here's here's the thing, and and the funny thing is, I've I've been to a couple of comedy shows lately, and and you know, we're in a society now. You have to watch what you say. You do, or you're going to be canceled. Okay, you just can't talk freely anymore. Nope. Okay, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. Or you just text freely, Or you can't text freely. Yeah, so, freely. So the freedom is gone. The freedom of speech basically is gone. Okay, because if you say anything that's not appropriate, you're going to be, you Done. know, there's going to be pitchforks and fires coming after you, okay? So Dave Chappelle, you know, made a comment, you know, on, on his Netflix show. And I think four transgender people that work for Netflix walked out and yep. quit and they didn't cancel the show. You know, they made a, a big deal. Now, listen, I, comedians are like totally different than regular people. I not mean, anymore though, OK, right? I mean, they're, they're no, doing they're doing careful. I mean, you, you, I mean, seriously, like, I mean, they've been doing this since the turn of time. I mean, you've got yep, you anymore. got, you know, Red Fox, you got, you know, Richard Pryor, you know, George Carlin, you know, all these Sam Kennison, all Murphy. these, you know, Eddie Murphy, all these great comedians have made their career off of, you know, saying things that we wouldn't say.
2: Well, I mean, what about, like, Norman Lear and all those shows growing up? Archie Bunker. Oh, Archie Bunker. Yeah, that would never air today. That would no. never air today. But, I mean, but but, you But, watched those but I watched
0: them, Good Times, and all these shows that deal they were with, fu- with race issues. and But they were funny. And, yes. It but was funny. But, 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 now, not, but now they're not funny now. They're not funny. No. They're not funny now. And well, people. What is, I'm sorry. What is funny? Nothing. I, I'm still going to laugh. Funny. I'm still going to laugh. I'm laughing. I go to a comedy... Like I, I went to this watch uh, Aerie Spears over at the... Ari <laughs> Spears over at the uh, at the comedy store in Schomburg and he was talking about things that like I was... At first, I was kind of cringing like, ugh, can he say that? Because he was talking about, you know, handicaps and he was... T- handicapped people. He was talking about, you know, uh, you know, everything. Everything across the board and I was... I You know, because now we live in this culture yeah. and, I, and at first, I was feeling like, ugh, can he say that? And then... I'm thought about it and everybody's laughing, and I'm like, "Well, damn, he's a comedian. Like, you know, that's part of his act." But not I was anymore. sitting there. I was sitting there first, cringing when he was saying <laughs> some of the stuff he was saying. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, "Oh, no, I don't think you that's, can not, do that. that's not politically correct." But he kept saying it, and people kept laughing. Yeah, but you and pissed the
5: wrong person off, and but but you know what though? Something. You know
0: that's how it is, and everything. Like the, when they say the Karens and all yeah. those people, that's where we've come to now. Like oh. if you I don't you know do, how it, it I mean, listen, look at about the mask issue. About wearing a mask and people are still fighting about wearing masks and, and and acting crazy about the mask situation and the COVID shot. Like, you know, like Kyrie Irving and I, and I love Kyrie Irving as a basketball player, but Kyrie Irving is really like really coming to like just disappointing me now because now you're doing things basically to spite saying you can't make me do this. OK, well, if they can't make you do this, then they don't have to pay you. To yeah. do what they need you, you can't to do. have it both ways. You can't have it both sure. ways. I'm going to sit out 40 games, but you still pay me my you know 50, no. 60 no. million. No. no, it doesn't work that yep. way. I mean, if you're going to stand, for, yeah. the cause, yes. stand, for, stand for the cause, and stand for the because we've yeah. seen a lot
2: of athletes do yes. that. Do and it. You, you mentioned Colin Kaepernick. Do it. Yep. Do, do it, it, man. Do, do it. it. Do it. If
0: that's what you believe in, and, yeah. you trip, and money is not the uh, is not the issue. I don't care about the money. It's a principle. Right. I don't want to take the shot because I don't believe in it. Okay. That's your prerogative. Then then Brooklyn says to you. Well, our project is not to pay you to sit at home. Yeah.
4: He'll be back in a couple of weeks, just like well, Ben Simmons. Just like came ben, back Simmons. From Philadelphia. ben Simmons, yeah. the same All thing. All the money I, you're losing, I'm, he'll be back. I'm refusing. I'm back. not
0: coming. Yeah. I'll never play here again. Yeah, I'll never step foot in Philadelphia. Sold my apartment, blah, blah, blah. But after that first $380,000 yeah. check,
4: yeah. this was. So oh, they really took the money? I didn't yeah. think yeah. they'd really they, do that. Oh, they're,
0: uh, <laughs> they're going to give it back? <laughs> like No, they're not going to give it back. Wow. And, and, that's, and I'm going to tell you something. And that's what NBA teams should be doing from the start to regain their control well, of their teams, control control of their franchise is to start playing hardball with these guys if you want to be traded and you want to sit out then you gonna sit out without us paying you when you want to come back it's the collective bargaining agreement that's what they saw well you in know there. what you, yeah. listen listen at the end of the day look at philadelphia they stood strong i and love they, it. and guess what here comes ben simmons <laughs>
4: Wagging his tail, what? wagging
0: his tail, you know, tail between his legs. I'm home.
4: Come <laughs> on in, Ben. I didn't. Come mean, on in, I didn't Ben. Mean it, Joel I, didn't mean. I love
0: playing yeah, with Joel, that. They, you. Yeah, Joel. Mis- they they misquoted me. Yeah. I love you, man. I was taken out, yeah. out of context. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and if you're Kevin Durant and you're James Harden, how much? And you're you looking at him? you're looking at you know, can they win a title without Kyrie? Yeah, they can. Yeah. They got a good yeah. enough team to do it. But Kevin Durant didn't come to Brooklyn to not play with Kyrie Irving. Yeah. If you're not going to be here, dude, I came here for you. I yeah. took the shot. Yeah. James took the shot. We all took the shot. And my argument, and I said this last week, over 50 million people took the shot. Yep, And all different races, color yep. sizes, yep. Uh, body sizes, everybody's different. And there's nothing. There's nothing going well, on with that.
2: I think you said it per- perfectly, though. It's either you take the shot, yeah.
5: Either stand for something.
2: Stand for or something, or don't or stand, Yeah. Or, or give yeah. back the money. Or give back the money. Yeah. And and I and I hope that because if he yeah.
0: said to me, if he if he said said, listen, the money doesn't mean anything. I'm retiring. You keep it. I'm just not doing this shot. I don't believe yeah, in it. Yeah. Then I'm saying, okay, he's nice. standing for the cause. He's doing. Yep. He really believes that you know yep. he doesn't want to be forced to told what to do. So he's he's giving up his money, relinquishing yep. it. Yep. He's not going to play in the NBA anymore. That's yep. it. You yep. know, boom. Okay, cool. Kudos to you, man. You believed in something. Hats off to you. But this, like, well, you know, I don't want to be part of this if they're telling us what to do. Yada yada. Listen. It's not that they're telling you what to do. It's scientific research that's been done on it. Nobody wants to get this disease. Nobody, th- there's too many players in this league that if you're not getting this shot, and let's say, they, they, let's say we never got the shot. You're going to see – we saw it last year. We saw guys, you know, missing games with COVID. They don't want that. They don't want that. You know, tracing, COVID tracings and guys having to miss games. Your superstar players missing games. This is a business at the end of the day. Yeah. And in order to – if everyday people are making people do it it to go to work. Like my sons, they can't go to work unless they get the shot or they have to look for another job. Yeah. If everyday people have to go through that – why, why are you any different? Because yeah. you make millions of dollars more right. than them. Right. Do you think that they? these people want to go get the shot? No. They want a job. They, they want gotta, a job. They got to feed people. They got they got bills to pay. They got kids to send to college. They're, they're going to do whatever they have to do. If that means taking a shot, even though they don't believe in it, in order to keep my job, yeah. I'm going to do what I ever you have gotta to do. You
4: got to do it. Well, you remember the start of the segment, the initial question was about the Bears-Packers game? <laughs> yeah. that, that's gone. It's so, gone, ladies. So, you know, America. you get full service here on Give Me full, the Hot Sauce. I'm going to hit the rifles because
2: I know we want to talk about one more thing.
4: Ow! I've been shot! I'm not sure
2: exactly what he wants to yeah, talk well, about. Yeah, one more thing. Well, well no, we're going to talk about the the fight. We haven't talked oh. about Early Wilder 3. Oh. We have to talk about that fight. Mark, did it, you see the fight? I did not see Mike, that. Oh, Mark any. I even Mark. saw
5: Mark. the fight. Mark. Come on, it was Mark.
2: everything. It was everything. It was uh, It was
5: awful. It was uh, I, don't, I don't like fighting.
2: It was uh. guys getting knocked down. <laughs> there was blood. Uh. And there was even a concert. Uh, Fury gave a
0: concert at the end. <laughs> the Wilder wasn't it that yeah. song no, no it, was it, was, it was Fury oh okay Fury not only did he give a concert in the ring <laughs> after the fight when normally people go to the hospital <laughs> and get rehydrated and get fixed up <laughs> yeah. he, he went to Chelsea. he went to a rave party <laughs> with Steve Aoki and was up there shirtless dancing and, and like how? getting a crowd surf how? that's what I said too how? I said how in the world could he have this much energy and you can see why he beat Wilder Susan
2: what did his you stamina. say though what did you say yeah, you're not going to say I, it. I'm not uh, going to say it. What, what did she say? Well, in the kitchen, she <laughs> said, uh, <laughs> drug test him, I think. Yeah. or something you know, that, what she saying? Yeah, something to that effect. You know, yeah. like, oh, what's he taking or something to that? Effect. I mean, how? Because he had so much energy?
0: How? I'm telling you, man, Dude. he's a different breed. Yeah, I mean, He's 11, a different breed.
2: 11 rounds. Yeah. He went 11 rounds. And nuts. I'm telling you, Mark, He got knocked down a couple times. He got, he got knocked, knocked down, down twice. twice. Yeah. But man, did he
0: punish Wilder? Man, oh, he that hit poor Wilder. Guy. And his girl, Listen, his girlfriend, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, you some, let me tell you some America. Let me tell you something, America. My brother, yes, my brother Daryl King. Yes, yes oh, he, I saw this. Yes, yeah. he bet me. He came. I didn't want to bet. I was like, nah, I just oh, want to watch the fight. I just want to watch the it. fight. Yes, because <laughs> he was talking so much trash about Wilder, yeah. and I thought Fury beat Wilder the first two times. I'm like, oh, this is easy money. So he's like, all right, let's bet hundred dollars. And then let's put another $100 if it's a knockout from Wilder or Fury knocks him out because Fury's not going to knock him out. He don't have that kind of power. So I'm like, what is this dude smoking? This is an easy bet. So I said, all right, bet. I said, I'm going to bet you now. I said, don't make me have to send my, my goons in Chicago, my savages to Texas to get my money. He's like, you just, I, I have a cash app and I want you to send my money through the cash app. That's what he told me because you're not going to win. So I said, all right, whatever. So I'm watching the fight. Watching the first couple Darryl. rounds, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, man, this is, I mean, man, this is a good fight. This is a good fight. It can go either way in the first few rounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. They, were, they were throwing haymakers. Right. And then, and then um, you know, then as, as the fight progressed, then, you know, Wilder got knocked down. I was like, oh, this is going to be easy money. And then Wilder came back and knocked Fury down twice. twice. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to pay this dude 200 bucks. So I'm texting him through the game. Hey, man, uh, get my money ready. Get my money ready. He's not going to make it because you could tell that the stamina level on the both fighters were different. Fury still, I mean, he was bopping around. Yeah. I mean, he was moving, bobbing and weaving, and and Fury just, I mean, uh, Wilder like yeah. he like he just ran out of gas. He just he had all these muscles, and just like when guys have all these muscles, they, they the lactic acid builds yeah. up in it, and he just couldn't throw. He just looked tired, and so he had put ten extra pounds on to combat Fury's extra weight. You know, cause Fury Fury looked like he was out of shape. Fury, sure. well, talk about did. dad body. He had a dead body. He had like a grandpa dead body. He, that, had that, 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 that he had a piano. He had a ba- lot of yeah. back fat. He had a he lot had of a yeah. It was like a it was like a one of the things you jump in the water with a little inner tubes. He's laughing yeah. at yeah. you. Yeah, but he hey, but he hey, he that dude, out. the skill level for that yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, he's got good he, skill. He's got serious skill <laughs> level. So so anyway, the fight's over, and 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 Fury wins. So I'm texting my brother. He's not he's not answering the text. I call him. That's my brother. This is my brother now. America, yeah. blood. Then I know, like, like my fake brother. Like, what up, brother? It's my real brother. So I call him up. He doesn't answer the phone. Now I, I got. I so he's dodging me. He, he's Maybe it's late. Maybe sleep. It's you know it's late Saturday night. Maybe sleep. Call him first thing Sunday morning because he got to take his kids to AAU. So I know he's up. I know he's up. <sighs> answer machine. No, no one. I have not talked to him <laughs> since. The bet was made. So I had to front him out, Mark. Oh, I saw I had to it. front social him media. out. Yeah, you, I put him on you social him over media. Pretty good. I put it put his face on a wanted poster. And i America, <laughs> go back and look at it. If you follow me on Instagram, you follow me on Twitter or, or Facebook, you will see the wanted poster with my brother's head on it <laughs> and all the descriptions that I put on there. Bet welcher, he he he, he stole from a, a, a store when we were children. Well, I put it all on Maybe there. you don't have a Cash App. Maybe that's I got why. Can, no, no, no. I got a cash app. <laughs> I got cash app. I yeah. got all that. Okay. When it comes to money, I got all that. Okay. Just and in the, case. Just in is. case. Um, there's, there's no, just, no $200 no. yet? No. And, and he bet for the people. He bet my son. My son called me up and said, Dad, uh, Uncle Duro, Uncle Duro wouldn't even answer my calls. I said, Get in line, son. Oh. I was like, he, knocked, he didn't return my. He said, But he bet me $100. I go, a witness And he goes, he goes, he goes, He goes, He goes, I go, You're never going to get that money. <laughs> he goes, He goes, Well, that, he goes, that's a bunch of bullshit. He said, If he would have won, he would have expected the money. Yeah. He yeah, that's been. the way it works. So he man. bet it. He bet five people. So he's probably got about $1,500 out there in bets. And all these people people are looking for him. And they're like, man, you're like, Stacey, man, I know he's your brother, but we might have to hurt him. I'm like, hey, hey, man, I don't know. I said, hey, you got to get in line. I'm I'm (laughs) getting my money first because I'm his brother. And whatever he has left. Is on y'all. If you only got a couple hundred dollars left, that's on you. But I want my money. Give me my money,
4: Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of cash apps, if you would like to buy a bottle of Stacy's Fantastic Hot Sauce, the St. Pat's Verde uh, yes. Barbecue oh, Sauce, go to uh, gimmethehotsauce.com. And also, you know, we, we mentioned earlier in the show, we're thanking our good buddy Jeff Vukovich and Nationwide Insurance for being the first regular sponsor here on Gimme the Hot Sauce. If you would like to be a part of the show, advertise with us, you can contact us. We have a brand new email that's up and running. It's gths at gmail.com. GTHS, if you're wondering, that stands for Gimme the Hot Sauce. So yes. contact gths at gmail.com. If you'd like yes. to... You know, reach out for some advertising inquiries or ask a question for Stacy or Timmy Whispers or anybody or else on the crew, hello. or just to say hello. That's where you can find us. So. And,
0: and you know what? And don't don't forget, Bubble Up is some one of our
4: right our from our the leading,
0: outset. Right yeah. from there they believed in us. Bubble Up. We love you. You believed in bubble us up. when, when no one else did. When we were sure you, yeah, you could barely hear us. You could barely hear us <laughs> when we sound like in we were in, in a closet. You stayed with us, bubble up. You represented us, and we thank you. And we never yeah, forgot that. Absolutely. And and we need more sponsors. We need, I, I need I more did, sponsors.
2: I did an outreach. I sent wow. an email to to They're gonna say, After sir,
0: sir, you've <laughs> you have had too many to drink. You had too many drinks, sir. We're not giving you any more free I, beer. I, no, we're not sponsoring you, alcoholic. I
2: said, they won't, I said, can you be our official sponsor of Give me the we'll hot sauce. See how you got that, crickets. We'll you yeah. got the
4: Daryl oh, Crickets yeah. treatment. Still, I'm still yeah. waiting. I'm still laughing. Yeah, still, still waiting.
0: Yeah, whoever the advertising person, is laughing.
4: I'm still waiting for this, quite, and we're still waiting here for the email. good folks <laughs> at Haribo <laughs> Candies. Oh, too.
0: was a big email. Was it a big email? Oh my God.
2: Yeah, I sent a whole we'll email about, about, oh. about his childhood. Growing up
0: in Rhode Island. Oh, you went, all, you went way over the all Oh, no, there you go. I, sent I a, saw Jaws, and I saw the captain.
4: fresh the You can. sent him the whole yes. video presentation that we saw I, earlier.
2: I, I had a beer. I did a little photo in my backyard. Oh there my I am God. drinking the Gansett. Yeah. Watching the song. John.
0: You know what? You gotta do whatever you can. Mark? Hey,
2: there. I'm just—you uh, know—you got mixtapes. Yes. Yeah, hey. the back, I've got Listen. Narragansett beer. <laughs> maybe if you threw on a,
0: maybe if you threw on some like you know little your little tidy whiteys, uh, oh, okay. what do you call them, Wimbledon whites? And, nice. and, and, yeah, it's
4: time to wrap things up, yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, Mark. hey, Wimbledon whites <laughs> and a white beater
4: ooh, and oil yourself oil, down. Yeah, all right. We might get hey. that that endorsement. <laughs> Narragansett beer, here's to you. Fifty episodes <laughs> of give me that hot sauce. Yeah. We're looking forward to doing 50, 50 more. Money more than 50 more coming oh, yes. up in the future. Yeah. So, thank we're you so fav- much.
0: We're your favorite podcast is podcasting, baby. Thank
4: you <laughs> so remember much that. for checking us out. We appreciate all the loyal listeners and our viewers on YouTube. And The NBA season starts on Tuesday. Let's go Stacey Bulls! Stacey and John back. are back on the road, so we got to figure Woo! out a travel schedule. But we'll be coming at you every week with brand new episodes right. of Gimme the Hot Sauce. Stacey, bring us home.
0: Drive home safely, Chicago. Beep, beep. And remember,
4: Nationwide is
0: on. On your side. Oh, there you go. Give me the hot sauce is <laughs> too, baby. Woo! Suracha.